Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good morning, uh, good evening. Uh, my name is Brian. This is uh, Fill Me In. This is a very, very weird episode of Fill Me In. Uh, I am, I'm somewhere in Maine, and Ryan is on vacation in Martha's Vineyard. He's having a wonderful time. Uh, but between the two of us, we were unable to assemble enough technology to do the show together. So we're kind of doing this weird hybrid piecemeal nonsense thing where uh, we've each contributed uh, something independently to today's episode, and uh, and then I don't know we're gonna we're gonna try to put it together and see if it makes any sense at all. My money is on no, it will not make sense, uh, but. We'll do our best. So, coming up on this very strange episode of Fill Me In, we've got, uh, believe it or not, an interview with none other than June Pock, the Squirrel of Discord. We have a little bit of viewer mail. We have no contests because we can't even figure out how a computer works. Uh, and uh, then I think I've got Ryan live on tape from Martha's Vineyard uh, doing the Thunder Round. So, all of that's happening uh, after the music, which actually is happening here from Maine. Uh, take it away. Main version of I should make it clear right up front. I, I know full well that this version of the show, this weird version of the show where Ryan's not actually here, is is way inferior to the mediocre work we usually put out. I know this. I know this. Uh, Ryan might know this. Uh, he'll certainly find out, just like the rest of you, when you listen to this sometime on Tuesday. Uh, but you know what? It's really the best we could do, given the circumstances. I am having trouble with the internet in Maine, and Ryan is... Uh, I don't really know. Maybe he's not actually having any problems at all. It might all be me. Uh, so send all of your hate mail and and your your, your angry letters to rbxblog at gmail.com and uh, attention... Uh, reasons I hate Brian is the title you can put on those, and that's totally fine. That's we understand that that's what it is. So anyway, uh, on to the rest of the show. So uh, let's see. In order to try to maintain some semblance of familiarity, I've gone uh, back into our archives and I've found uh, some uh, previous versions of Ryan singing the viewer mail song, uh, and I've I've tried to cut them and and insert them into this episode just so that you you feel like he's here. I mean, it makes me feel like he's here, and I don't know. We all feel a whole lot better. Uh, so let's try that out. Here we go with Ryan from like two years ago. Viewer mail, opening it up. That's better. That's better. Uh, we have a little bit of viewer mail here. The first one comes from Amy Ronaldo or Ranjakot. She says. I spent six hours with the Oracle last Friday at Byron Mike Nothnagel Knows My Middle Name, Walden's Wedding. Also, Genius Jeremy Horowitz needs a new nickname. May I suggest the Genius Reverend Jeremy Horowitz? He officiated at the ceremony. I think that's fantastic. Uh, with And since this is now a, a one-man voting quorum, I'm going to say yes. Uh, Jeremy's nickname should be the Genius Reverend Jeremy Horowitz of the Jets. Can't can't forget the of the Jets part. Um, Ryan, if you agree, don't say anything. Sounds like agreement to me. So, our next viewer mail is from the genius Reverend Jeremy Horowitz of the Jets. He says, in case you didn't know, uh, oracleofbacon.org is a rather handy site for finding bacon numbers. As for 
Erdos numbers, the American Mathematical Society's MathSciNet has a large index of publications and will search for the shortest connection between any two authors. Uh, the Erdos number thing came up on the blog. People were trying to figure out uh, what your Erdos number was. Uh, that that is uh, has to do with how many people away from Erdos you were, Paul Erdos, uh, for writing a math paper, I guess. I, I don't know why this is interesting. Um, but Jeremy goes on to say, I'm sure you've been champing at the bit, so I'll tell you, uh, my feist number is at most seven. I guess he's calculated his connection to Andrew Feist, uh, and he thinks it's seven. He says that uh, uh, he authored a paper with Ramaranthan Venkatesan, who co-authored a paper with Peter L. Montgomery, who co-authored a paper with Paul Erdos, who co-authored a paper with Ervin Irvin Fried, Freed, Ervin Freed, maybe, who co-authored a paper with R. Padmanaban, who co-authored a paper with William W. McCune, who co-authored a paper with Andrew Feist. Assuming this is the same Andrew Feist who co-authored short single axioms for Boolean algebra. So, Andrew, is that you? Are you the same one? Are you the same one? I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to write to us and tell us if you've even listened this far. I certainly haven't. Oh, my God. Uh, well, without any uh, banter here, I'm going to close up the viewer mailbag with this sound effect. Our next segment is uh, The Oracle with Mike Nothnagel. We asked him a few things last week. Uh, we asked him uh, first, why has Dan Fayer not been on Jeopardy? Mike says the producers of the show were scared to let him on for fear of him bankrupting the production company. Also, he's too busy solving 853 crosswords a day. We also asked him, what is Logo? Logo is a computer programming language known chiefly for its turtle cursor. All I remember about it from elementary school was I could make the turtle draw circles and squares and stuff like that. We also asked him, where, the, where did the A go? The A goes from 207th Street to either Far Rockaway or Lefferts Avenue. Fascinating fact, the ride from 207th Street to Far Rockaway is the longest ride on the New York City subway system without a transfer, 31 miles. And finally, we asked him, what kind of ranger is Buzz Lightyear? And the answer is he is a space ranger, although he was also a Texas ranger for the 1997-1998 season. Thank you, Mike Nothnagel. I'm here in Brunswick, Maine with Mr. June Pock, the squirrel of Discord. How you doing, June? I'm doing okay. How are you, Brian? Oh, I'm doing great. So today, you're sort of playing the part of Ryan Hecht. What do you think about that? I will try to be as unpredictable as Ryan. <laughs> well, that is definitely something. That's a standard he sets, I guess. Unpredictability. Uh, what are you doing in Maine? Tell me that. Uh, we're just uh, up here for the weekend, for the holiday weekend on a vacation. Um, it's me and my wife and our two kids and my father-in-law. And uh, my wife's parents have a house uh, here in Maine outside of Brunswick. So... Uh, we often come up here for a weekend or two during the summer, and we came up here for 4th of July. Well, it's a lovely day, the 4th of July up here. I mean, it's just beautiful out. It is, yeah. It's fantastic. What are you doing for the holiday? Anything fun? Um, I don't think so. So having lunch with me wasn't fun? Oh, thanks. I see. I see. Well, we're not doing anything particularly patriotic, let's say, for the holiday. No, uh, I although I was true. planning to wear my um, Landon Donovan USA soccer shirt. <laughs> 
Well, now, so, all right, let's talk uh, briefly about what's happening with you in the world of puzzles. Anything exciting? Are you constructing? Are you winning any more tournaments? Anything going on? Um, I am not winning any more tournaments right now. Um, <laughs> At this moment. I, I am constructing in the sense that I've got a sort of, i got a couple of uh, ongoing projects. So I'm um, doing a puzzle with Andrea Carla Michaels. Uh, Does she have a nickname? Not yet. And we've got um, a couple others in the pipeline, and I was starting to fool around with a, a, a theme list um, over the weekend. So, um, yeah, construction is ongoing, but not necessarily a steady thing. Um, and I'm, I'm just, you know, still solving puzzles, trading for uh, Lollapazula 3. So you are going to be coming to Lollapazula 3? I very much hope to be coming to Lollapazula 3. Oh, we've, we've got June's wife, Caroline, in the background here. Uh, I can't tell whether that's uh, in favor of you coming or opposed to you coming. Yeah, I'm so not sure. So our fifth anniversary is the, is the, is the 13th, the night before Lollapazoola 3, and I always thought it might be cool to go to, go to New York and do something fun. Uh, Absolutely. Sounds like a great place to have an anniversary. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll see if the um, newborn has any say in the matter. But Well, I doubt she's going to have much say. I mean, <laughs> right. she's only going to be, what, about seven weeks old at that point. Right. Um, she's, I guess she'd be two months old. Um, close. Okay, I was close. But, yeah, uh, so far she's a pretty chilled baby, so we're hoping that that bodes well for the prospect of making a you know four- or five-hour car trip down to New York. And now, uh, in the terms of uh, real tournaments, what about the ACPT? You're going to be an A person next I'm year, aren't you? I'm going to be an A person next year. And what's that going to do to you? That, that is going to mean the end of winning. <laughs> <laughs> That's been one of our slogans here at Fill Me In, the end of winning. Yes. Um, so the beginning of winning was only very recently, but the end of winning is, is now upon me. Um, I'm hoping to crack into the top ten. Um, and I think that... If I continue to improve, I can. That's maybe a re- realistic goal. It's totally. What did you finish last year? Sixteenth. I think I was sixteenth. Yeah, yeah, it's totally realistic. So, uh, yeah, I'd have to jump over some people who are obviously really, really good solvers. So it's not necessarily easy, um, but I'm hoping to be able to do it. And then, you know, someday it'd be cool to be in the finals, in the A finals. But it's not going to be this year. Well, it could happen. It could happen. Rookie of the year coming back. You never know. I guess so. You never know. Dan Fayer made major strides over the course of his first three tournaments. It's true. You know, and so it could happen. It could happen. Uh, now, what do you know about, uh, like, these big, like, puzzle cons? Isn't the big NPL thing going on this weekend right now in Seattle? Isn't that happening? That may well be true, but I'm, I'm not a member You're of the NPL, so I don't really... Know what's now, going on there. Are you a puzzle person beyond crosswords, is, or, or no, and maybe that's why you're not in the NPL? Well, I guess I'm a puzzle person, um, but, you know, for example, I, I don't do the, the Panda magazine, and I don't, obviously I'm not a member of NPL, so I don't do their, their you know, weirdish word puzzles. I do like kind of, um, kind of sort of variety word puzzles of the kind that are in the Wall Street Journal every Saturday, or... I just want to make sure this is still going. Seems to have blacked out. Oh, are we still going? I think... Hello? Yeah, I think we're still going. Continue. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So no Panda Magazine, no NPL, but you do like other kind of variety of games. I do like other kind of variety of word games. Um, You know, the the Patrick Berry Puzzle Masterpieces book is one Uh of my favorites. So I guess part of it is just that I only have so much energy and or time to devote to this particular hobby. And it's, it's nigh on full with the puzzles that I solve and the ones that I construct already. So Uh it's not that much more... Room to squeeze in. What about trivia? You love that. You're an expert when it comes to trivia. It's true, but it's also not something I spend time doing anymore. No. When I was in college, I 
I did a lot of, I guess, studying for <laughs> trivia competitions. Well, I was on the academic quiz team. Oh, uh, so you studied for trivia. It wasn't yeah. just from studying for school. Yeah, yeah, You're exactly. a trivia buff because you, specifically for uh, trivia. Specifically, yeah. It's in, not just knowing a whole in lot In particular, stuff. specifically for academic trivia. Uh-huh. So I'm a trivia buff for stuff like sports because I'm into sports and I have a good memory. So that's why I know, you know sports trivia. But the reason I know literature trivia, philosophy trivia, geography, Norse mythology is because I studied for it in, in all right, well, we're going we're gonna to try you out on some trivia. Oh, yeah. I have some, uh, yeah, you hold that. I have some Trivial Pursuit cards here, and uh, we're going to see if you can go six for six on a card. Okay. Uh, Ready? All right. All right, so this is the first card here. Uh, in geography, what U.S. state is Mount Rushmore in? Mm, South Dakota? In entertainment, who wrote Stardust? Bowie? Uh, in history, what British city did Adolf Hitler study art in? Uh, how about London? Uh, in literature, who created the fictional character Zoe? Uh, there's probably more than one, but I'm going to say Salinger. In uh, science, what's the term for a young fox? Kit. And in sports and leisure, what is the singular of dice? Die. Uh, it looks as if you got four out of six that's, on that. Uh, and it, was, it was Hoagie Carmichael who wrote Stardust. Okay. And uh, Hitler studied art in Liverpool. Liverpool, okay. Everyone's favorite, uh, you know. I like Liverpool. That's my favorite yeah. English uh, football is, team. <laughs> oh, well, see, there yeah. you go. I, that's football. That's yes, soccer. Yeah. Worldly football, not American football. I did not know the Hitler connection. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do one more card? Sure. See if we can go. We'll do one more card here. Uh, in geography, where is Nelson's Monument? Trafalgar Square. Uh, in entertainment, which is the only one of the seven dwarves without a beard? Oh, um... I actually know this one. Happy? Uh, in history, what two Asian countries went to war on July 7th, 1937? What two Asian countries? Yes. Uh, Japan and China? In uh, literature, what peg-legged pirate had a parrot named Captain Flint? Blackbeard? Uh, in science, what common ailment can't you catch at the North Pole? A cold? And in sports and leisure, what sport did the Homestead Grays and Kansas City Monarchs play? Negro League Baseball. Uh, it looks as if you got, mm, again, only four. Yeah. Long John Silver was the pirate. Okay, yeah. And Dopey is the dwarf Dopey? without a beard. Dopey. Oh. Yeah, I actually knew that. Unlikely. Well, that's still pretty good. Four out of six on two cards. I average, like, one out of every three cards. I get one question right every three cards. I'm sure that's not true. One for 18, and it's the sports question. That's all I seem to know. Well, you knew Dopey. I did know Dopey, but this wasn't my card. This and one I was your card. I bet you would have known those Negro League baseball teams. Uh, I did know that it was baseball. Yeah, that's true. I did. All right, well, this has been a fantastic uh, mini-episode of Fill Me In starring June Pak as Ryan Heck. Uh, thank you very much for joining me today, June. Oh, you're I appreciate welcome. it. Uh, it's an honor to be on the show. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you at Lollapazula 3. Okay, I look forward to that. Thanks, June. How do I turn this off? Stop. All right, we're coming up on our final segment of the show, and uh, I know this is this is a very short show, but the truth of the matter is it's probably a lot longer than any of you wanted to tolerate listening to me by myself. So at this point, I would like to welcome into the program the pre-recorded live recording of one Ryan Hecht coming to you from Martha's Vineyard. Uh, Ryan... What do you have to say? Okay, have we started? 
Have we started? I'm not sure. You tell me. Uh, all right, so um, the contest of then, the contest of then, there was no contest of then because we didn't have a show of then. Um, and there is no contest of now because I'm in Martha's Vineyard. This is coming to you live from Martha's Vineyard. Um, and by live, I mean um, on tape. And uh, Brian is in somewhere in Maine. He's doing a show in Maine. So we're, neither of us are home. So we're trying to do, um, Brian, say something while I get this uh, working. Uh, yeah, I'm in Maine. I'm, uh, I'm playing piano for My Fair Lady. Uh, and we have two weeks left of the run. So if you're anywhere near Maine, you should uh, come to see it. It's a classic, it's a classic show. Everyone likes My Fair Lady, right? Right. That's exactly right. I totally agree, 100%. So, um, uh, so I guess this is what we're going to do. We're going to, uh, what I, I, I think there was a, a, we were talking to June, June Pock, Squirrel of Discord for a little while, and now we are going to do the Thunder Round. Look, on the horizon, it's a Thunder God. He's looking for a wireless connection. All right, Monday. June 28th, 2010, by Joel Fagliano. Joel... <laughs> Joel Fagliano. 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 Um, the, the... What was the theme? It was... Um, Vavavoom. La La Land. Um, oxymoron. Pajama. What was this? Baba Wawa. It, it, was, it was words, themes, where the first word had a, a, a consonant and then an A and then a consonant and then, a, then another A. It was very, very great for, for a Monday theme. Um, I don't have a buzzer. I didn't bring the I should have brought the buzzer to Martha's Vineyard. I did not. So, um, Brian, do make a buzzing noise. Thank you. All right, Tuesday, June 29th. 2010 by Peter A. Collins, Rob Reiner's Pilates friend. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob Reiner's Pilates friend, Peter A. Collins. This was, this was black and white. This was the old joke. What is black and white and red all over? And it is a newspaper. And so all of the, the animals were black and white. A snow leopard, a killer whale, a, uh, a simulator, what else was black and white on this thing? A panda. The panda I couldn't get. Couldn't get panda. It was um, one of the 2008 Olympic mascots, and I thought they were going for uh, a Chinese name of the, of the actual um, animal, but it was just the name of the animal. So I didn't get that. I, I needed to uh, Google a Tuesday. How did you do on it? Really? That, that, that poorly, huh? That's too bad. All right, uh, uh, make another buzz noise. Vuvuzela. Okay, Wednesday, June 30th by Christian House. I'm just going to make sure this is still recording. I think it's still recording. Um, Christian House. Christian House. Uh, this was, what was this? I have no idea. I'm looking at it. Crown Jewel? Ad-libbed? <laughs> I don't know what this was. Claw Hammer? Um, oh, this was, oh, I have no idea. Oh, 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 so this was songs, singers that had, uh, puns, puns of singers. So 17 across was conk, the you were meant for me singer, and that was crown jewel. I guess crown is to conk. Is that true? 
thought conch was a was a was a type of a fish or a, or a shell, like in um, Lord of the Flies. And they all have a conch, some sort. Um, let's see. Protect the kiss from a rose singer from the cops. Harbor seal, seal saying kiss from a rose. I don't know much about music, um, so I didn't do very well on this one. I mean, I, I thought it was fine, uh, but uh, you know, I, I got it. How did you do? Oh, really? That that poorly. That's too bad. All right, so make a buzzing noise. Uh, Thursday, July 1st, by Clive Probert. Clive Probert. This is his last name is spelled like Robert, only there's a P in front. So maybe it's Probert, Clive Probert. This was the uh, debut puzzle for Mr. Probert, or Mr. Probert. Um, this, was, this was fun. This was um, uh, over and under. So in the grid, Eggs appeared right over easy, so they were eggs over easy. Huh? That's good stuff. Um, there was uh, ground was over London, so it was the London underground. And then the middle uh, par was in the middle, so one over par, and then there was one under par. That was good. That's good. I liked it. Congratulations to Mr. Probert for doing that. So how did you do on this? Oh, really? That poorly, huh? Okay. All right, Friday, Friday, July 2nd, by Paula Gamache, Bearer of Bad News. This was, you know, I didn't particularly care for this one. This was, it was just a lot of short words, and I needed, I don't think I Googled this. I think I, I think I, I mean, I think I had to Google this. I think there was something I couldn't get. Um, I don't know. It was, uh, mignonette sauce. Oh, where there was yeah, there was some part that I couldn't get. I got mignonette sauce. I think I did. There was low hanging fruit. I think it was at the yeah, it was at the top. Um, uh, a thirst. That's what it was for five down. I put um, honeybee genus. It was apis. I put apio, or I thought it was apia, and then I couldn't get a thirst, which was the the uh, crossing. I don't know. I, I wasn't such a fan of this. I mean, the 15-letter the words were, were okay, but oh, I don't know. How did you do? Oh, really? That poorly, huh? But All right, here we go. Saturday, July 3rd by Joe Crozel Rhymes with Puzzle. This was, I like this one. This was um, a really good uh, Saturday, uh, in all probability. Um, Penalty declined. Yeah, that, I didn't. I don't get that one. Opposing teams turned down. Penalty declined. Uh, it seems like opposing teams turned down is maybe in the present, and then penalty declined is in the past. So uh, I don't know what's going on there. Um, maybe uh, Joe Croso got himself some plutonium, and he used it there. But it was very. It was very confusing. But I got this one. I, I, I had less trouble with this one than I had with with Tuesdays. So there's that. Dracula and Frankenstein producer, Universal Studios. Who knew? Certainly not me. And now finally, our, on our nation's birthday, Sunday, July 4th. I don't know how to explain this, but that is where Ryan ended his contribution to the show. Very, very strange. Ryan, uh, I hope you're okay. 
uh, and the Fourth of July didn't. Maybe some fireworks went off in your face, or so. I don't. I don't really know. Uh, anyway, the Sunday puzzle. It was by Patrick L. Blindito Blindauer and Tony Yes Orbach, and uh, it featured a theme where uh, two word phrases. The first word uh, ended with the same letters the second word began with, so they mashed them together. Uh, made uh, a really great puzzle. They work really well together. I like their stuff a lot. Um, and in honor of the Fourth of July, I thought I would present to you. Uh, a crossword's favorite boy band, In Sync, uh, did this uh, really fun uh, a cappella arrangement of the Star Spangled Banner. So I'm, I'm going to give this to you now. And uh, for those people who really like to end the show with Jag on a Hank, that is coming afterward. Thanks very much for listening to this very peculiar episode of Fill Me In, and uh, hopefully we'll be back next week with a much more normal show. Goodbye. Thank uh-huh.